This is Alpha Geek Radio. we go. Welcome to Grumpy Cast live from Nertacular 2014 from Snowbird, Utah. This is where we get our grumpy on if you're pissed off or life's treating you badly. This is the place to be. We are the internet barf bag and the internet scooper scooper. This is really weird doing this show because it's a new sh- new show. Ish, We're still yeah. trying to get used to it. But do we know the numbers? Seven uh, or yeah, eight? Yeah, I think or it's seven. Yes, number seven. Yeah. So even if we were at home trying to do this, it would be a little nerve wracking for me because we're still trying to find our way. Oh, I thought it was because of me. No, no, <laughs> you're great. He's. I'm glad I met this guy. He's a great friend now. I think. Yeah, I think so. And you were worried I was going to be a jerk yesterday. <laughs> what was that? You were worried I was going to be a jerk. No, I wasn't worried he for almost, a second. He almost canceled the show. <laughs> I joked if you were a jerk, we were going to cancel the whole thing, but I knew that wasn't going to happen. So welcome to live Grumpy Cast from Snowbird, which is hard to be grumpy up here. It's gorgeous, and the weather's fantastic. There are no rock slides. It's just a lot of moths, and uh, between two and four, the sun decides to cook your brain because there's no you know smog or anything to... To keep yeah, it from and we're right at the it. very edge of the atmosphere where <laughs> the sun th- has nothing to. Yeah, there's nothing not it has blocking. to go through. Yeah. So uh, before we get started, I just wanted to introduce my wife and kids back there. Yay! Yay. <laughs> and my son is here, Jeremy, right in the front. Let's find the tab for goat. Are we getting our goat now? Yeah, let's go ahead and get our goat. Goat, where are you? We need. That really gets my goat. I love these bumpers. <laughs> uh, he played them for me the first time live as we were doing them, and I had a hard time not controlling my glee as I heard them the first, as we went. It was fantastic. I love just editing stuff and mixing things and creating all sorts of weird stuff. That's right, Mr. 1930. <laughs> Who got a standing ovation last night. Hardcore! <laughs> 1930. <laughs> I should have done it in my, in my 17-year-old voice, which is more like... 1930. <laughs> Uh, we don't have the ding, so I'm going to ding for Daryl, and Daryl will ding for me as we go through our topics. Do we have to? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Daryl, your first topic is ding. Okay. You know what? I'm going to ignore some of these, and I'm going to do one just off the top of my head. Uh-oh. Um, last night, when I, speaking of 1930, mm-hmm. when I was doing the 1930 thing, I did something that I absolutely hate that people do. When they're doing concerts or sing-alongs or whatever, they stick microphones in people's faces. I hate that. And I did it. 
a lot. A lot, too. I hate that. So whoever I did that to, I'm sorry. I wish I hadn't have done that. I think you did make uh, Ice Worms Night, though. He came up and thanked you for including you. Yeah, he did. But when I saw him, I mean, he writes all the stuff for the morning stream, a Trek nerd question. So I had to, when I saw him, thank yeah. him for that. Uh, ding. Oh, uh, this is as confusing when I do it with the sound. Uh, Starf... Oh, I just skipped one. I'll just... Whatever. Don't, don't say bless you when I sneeze. You are not the Pope, and even if you were, it wouldn't stop me from sneezing. <laughs> is Gesundheit okay, or are you against that word, too? I like that better, because there's... Some a German thing to it? And... Well, it's humorous. Oh, okay. <laughs> the other one's like, oh, I must be blessed now. Well, we could go Seinfeld and just say, you're so good looking. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay, ding, ding. Oh, ding. Star filters on astronomical photos. NASA does that, and it bugs the heck out of me, because when you look through a telescope up at space, you don't see these weird pointy sticks sticking out of the stars they're not there they're added with a filter afterwards why do they do that that bugs the heck out of me is that on is that uh, built into the hubble or is that something added no it's added afterwards? added later because it'd be really creepy if it was already built into the hubble well i think before they fixed the mirror it might have done that but yeah i, I hate that because i want to see what things look like up there i don't want to see our, person yeah some mutated photo of what it is yeah i can understand that i i, I think that like, that goes back to what i talked about a couple weeks ago with the uh the honesty and presenting and uh unspinning of information as we're getting it yeah because it's just one more layer of hey this is a really great picture of space let's make it quote unquote prettier yeah i don't want to see pretty space i want to see regular space because it's the final frontier yeah oh which reminds me I'm wearing my Spock blocker shirt. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay, I guess oh, you can ding. ding. Uh, oh, well, speaking of, well, we haven't spoken of the showers here at Snowbird <laughs> with their weird <laughs> windows into the bedroom. Don't ever start a sentence like that with me again. <laughs> but this is not related. Well, I suppose it is a little bit, but... Showers in your home that are at chin level. Oh, you're, that's because you're tall. Everything's above no, my I'm head. No, I'm not tall. I'm just average. I do. I, there are some hotels that I've been in where the shower nozzle hits me in the neck. Yeah, well, our home, our house is like that. Our last couple houses <laughs> oh, is it have been like Hobbit. I, I guess <laughs> it comes up to like my neck. I'm not trying to shower below my chin. Well, it's good if you do. Well, yes. You do. <laughs> There's a moth in here. Anyway, yeah, there's a moth infestation here, and my son is terrified of moths. <laughs> but he'll, he'll be okay. They'll just eat your clothes. They won't do anything else. But anyway, I need a shower to come down on my head so my head can get clean and the, my ears and my neck and everything above I think that might shoulders. be why God created wash rags. And you get, it's an instrument for moving water from an area to another area. To well, I shouldn't need an extra step. The shower should just be there in the first place. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's all I have. All right. Uh, What's got your goat? Ding. Um, let's see. My first one. Have you guys ever tried to buy light bulbs in the last year or so? 
when I was a kid, you walked in, you had three different wattages and maybe three different sizes. They were all on one shelf, and you had 60, 75, 120, or whatever it was, and you had like the sides that fit in the Christmas tree, the size in the refrigerator, and everything else. And that was it. And I was happy buying light bulbs. <laughs> Going into Home Depot now, you got, or Lowe's or wherever it is, you've got maybe two rows of light bulbs. You have halogen, LED, fluorescent, instant on fluorescent, the curly Q fluorescent, the, 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 the floods. I feel like Bubba Gump talking about shrimp. <laughs> then you have all the different temperatures, the warm, the cool, the pure white, the, the reality light, all that stuff. <laughs> we built a house two years ago, and I think the builder on purpose went through and put in every different type of light he could think of just to piss me off because when I have to go buy light we've been there now and they put the, the quote unquote long life light bulbs which is a whole other pile of horse crap to me uh, I've started having changed lights now and we have these ones that don't even have the basic twist in anymore they're the two prong and you stick them in and just lock them in who came up with that idea? you twist them and they lock in? yeah really? yeah I need that, and I need the plug for my phaser because I've got the handle on my phaser, and <laughs> it's supposed to twist I'm on. I'm glad it solves a problem for you, but it pisses me right off. <laughs> I need that. I need that. Get me some. <laughs> I'll take. Uh, least I'll be honest with you. I need someone to help. I need a dude at Lowe's to help me to find out which one I'm holding from I took from the house. And then even then, I still get it wrong because I, I changed in the front, the front of the house, and I got all three of the same twisty fluorescent, all three burn at different – one's clear white, one's this really amber white, and this other is just kind of – looks like sepia-toned white. And I'm surprised my wife hasn't said anything about it yet because it drives me nuts. I was waiting for her to not notice it, but I think I have to change it now. Oh, okay. Uh, we got an old house, and then it just has the regular screw in. Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> – uh, and then we are, we have uh, uh, LEDs and we got you know all kinds of fiber optic crap in the house and it's great when it's on but changing it uh, yeah not gonna happen anymore I'm gonna hire somebody or actually that's why we have kids <laughs> <laughs> all right oh thank There's you your oh, wow look at you uh, okay I'm. I must be a person I think I am a creature of habit I'm the kind of creature of habit I get up at the same time every day regardless there are usually a couple options I have for breakfast couple options I have for lunch, a couple places I go, I get the same thing. Dinner usually is where I kind of get wild and crazy and have one or one of a few options that we have. And I think my body is the same kind of creature of habit because I haven't pooped since Tuesday. <laughs> and uh, I keep, Maybe we should have the people in the crowd raise their hands if they have that same yeah, thing Yeah, anyone else on. feel that way? Is it nerdtacular? Is it nerdtacular constipation? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. I gotta tell you, and I'm, I can tell I'm full because it's it's the kind of full that you get between your waist and your neck, and you know, it's, <laughs> and and then you you get it in your head because you could just you can tell you're just kind of full of shit. <laughs> and oh, nothing's coming out. That's the thing. I'm all backed up. <laughs> so I'm just it's it's it gets it, uncomfortable, and it, you feel off, and. I keep <laughs> and any and be honest with you. After every meal, I go waiting for the dam to break, and I'm like, please don't let it happen for something important because I don't want my legs to be asleep and I want to be able to go down the stairs. <laughs> I think that's I've got this kind of same kind of thing going on, but I haven't been eating much because either you spend a giant fortune or you go far away to get your food. There's not much cheap food around here. Lucky. So. 
<laughs> well, we've splurged a couple times, but I mean, you do have to eat. Oh, uh, these don't work very well, but I'm doing it anyway. Oh, that's got water in it. That's why it was muted. Was this your water? Yeah, that was my water. I thought you, I thought you were going to fill it up, but here. There. Now I've got a clean one. Maybe it'll ding better without water. Okay. That's there we go. Um, I'm, I know that uh, there's a, a, lot, a huge resurgence in the, in the, in the, uh, the idea of rebooting and, and bringing new, new ideas or new visions to old ideas as far as creativity goes. I want some new ideas. The reason I think that movies were fun for me as a kid was because I was seeing something new. I was not seeing something – well, even – okay, I'll go back. There aren't that many original stories. There's the quest story, the romance, the, di- the divided love. The, you know, there's only a few actual themes. But the way people were telling them when I was a kid, at least it felt like, because I feel when I was a boy, it felt like they were telling them in genuinely new and interesting ways. Now they're telling the stuff I remember is new and interesting in old and bo- or new and boring ways because it's like they don't have any new ways of looking at things. Yeah, they're, really, they're taking the old stuff and putting it into a formula. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I have to admit, I know a lot of people didn't like it. I really enjoyed the new RoboCop. <laughs> it scratched all the right RoboCop, it, ro- RoboCop itches for me, but it gave me something a little new other than some bad CGI robot running. I thought it was actually not too bad. Um, I just wish that there are some original ideas. I mean, the biggest movies we're looking forward to are things that we've already seen. Sequels and rehashes and reboots. And I know everyone's really star- geeked about Star Wars, but guess what? We've already seen it. We've, two generations have seen it. His generation's seen it. My generation's seen it. Yeah, everyone's seen it. So let's maybe let's tr- try something new. Give us a different science fiction drama saga opera thing. Wasn't there something that just came out that was pretty original? I don't remember. You mean Groundhog Day with Aliens with Tom Cruise? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see whatever it is, so I I don't know the reference. And I have already taken heat on my other show because of my dislike for District 9. But if you're going to give me something that that looks that original, don't beat me over the head with a metaphor because that just pisses me off. Because by the time I was done with that, the metaphor just abused me, and I was done. So yeah. All right, let's find the turnaround music now. Uh, outro, barf bag. That's coming up. Turnaround. <laughs> This is where we take a negative and turn it into a positive or just find a positive yep. out, of, out of nowhere. What do we have? That would be something. You, what did you put? Um, the aluminum. Well, I'm going to take something you said. I'm going to go look for those screw-in light bulb, the twist light bulb. Because <laughs> I need that for my phaser. I brought it over there if you want to get it out. <clears throat> I kind of I ordered a twist-on thing to try to get the handle to twist on, but it was too big. So maybe those light bulb ones will work better. But this handle, nobody can see this on the podcast. Of yeah, course, good, but that's, that's good okay. TV right there. But this handle on the TO, on the original TOS on the props actually twisted off and and I'm back on and locked in place for the batteries. Yeah, because they had a little tip that lit up, and in the third season you can see that light up sometimes. But they didn't do that very often because the special effects guys would get mad. 
that it was lighting up for too long, and then they would have to spend too much money making the beam come out. Hmm. So anyway, so you're gonna look for. So I'm gonna look for your twist. Also, they make little LED ones with just two prongs, and they just plug in and then lock into place. We have a fiber optic pumpkin that uses those. Oh wow! And they're really nice bulbs too. Cool. So anyway, my original one here. Oh, it has to do with the phaser also. Um, what did I write here? I screwed up on the aluminum part. What the heck did I write? <laughs> I'm going to read it wa- uh, as if somebody else sent this. I screwed up an aluminum part for the phaser that was hard to make, and, it, and I, so I did it again, and it turned out fine. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> You know, you're just going to leave on that note? You're not going to try to fix it? Fix what? I don't know. Your turnaround. It's your t- you kind of threw your hands up and quit on your turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> well, your, your light bulb, I think, is, is a good positive. Okay. Because now I've got a solution for this, and I can disconnect that and stick in a light bulb thing. Okay. My, my big turnaround is that I'm up here, and I'm participating in Nerdtacular. This has been, for me, this year has been extremely good for me. I've, I've had a great time this year. Uh... I've been helping out. I volunteered with Corinne and Dave. It was fun. Uh, got to be microphone boy during film sack, which was a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm getting to do this. And the, I mean, this is a really new show. And Daryl and I've only met this since March. Well, um, yeah. Our, I, intervie- I interviewed you for my show in March, and then right around the time I had knee surgery, which was in April, we started doing it. Mm-hmm. So it's still real new, and the fact that we're doing this now. And it's here, and we've got a room full of people who actually seem to care what we're saying. And it's really kind of cool. And if you're all faking it, great. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. And check out Beyond the Playlist if you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we doing now here? Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm used to you running the show. Oh, guess what we're going to do now? We're going to do the live barf back, which means... You guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, no MP3s. We're saving those up for next time. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to ask you, the music you pulled, it, beep, 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 the music, did you pull that in the Twilight Zone? No. Sounds like it. I don't, lot. I don't think so. Okay. I have a giant collection of sounds and music and stuff, and I just grab stuff randomly. Who knows where it ever came from? It could be completely stolen, for all I know. Sounds like from video It could, yeah. All right, so who's got live grumps? We know a couple people a out couple. there do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, I brought my phaser. Phaser and phaser, yay. Which uh, Daryl spent about five minutes telling me how many different ways it was inauthentic this morning. (laughs) (laughs) But it is a really good uh, cosplay type phaser, and nobody would know the difference. Uh, It's it's actually Art Asylum. Diamond Select Toys. Which is the same thing. And collectibles, so... Um, But, uh, yeah, I'm going to continue with my... uh, you know, talking about tech support from the tech support yes. agent point of view. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, 
I think last time at the end of the MP3 that I sent you, I said I was going to talk about different ways that you might be able to be able to contact tech support, and that's pretty quick. Uh, uh, at Lantronics, your choice is phone, or um, you can post a question on our website, and uh, then we'll respond via email. But a lot of sites, uh, I know uh, Zappos, the shoe company, mm -hmm. uh, I've seen cases, I, I've never used their service, but uh, some, uh, Becca Canote the other day was uh, tweeted that she got uh, a pair of shoes that weren't made correctly, and she, and, and she immediately got a tweet from Zappos saying, oh, no, what can we do? And I would like to do that at Landtronics, but I would need a staff, and I don't have a staff, so, <laughs> and a budget. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, uh, so some, some companies do that kind of thing. Uh, a lot of companies have chat. We tried chat for a while, but we didn't have, a, have the resources for it. I hope to get back to that again sometime. Um, uh, but yeah, social media, chat, um, a lot of places have uh, uh, screen sharing, where uh, you, can, you can log in on, into a chat session and uh, the agent can actually take over your computer with your permission, obviously, and do what needs to be done. <clears throat> and it's all very secure and all that. Uh, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about is, I think I've mentioned this before, but before you call tech support, you know, look at the, uh, uh, the knowledge base on, on the website. Uh, because whatever problem you had, we've probably seen before. And if we see a problem more than like three times, we write a knowledge base article about it. And if you just type in a couple of keywords that, uh, in our case, lantronics.com slash support, uh, you might find, you know, a resolution to your problem. So, Perfect. And that was Gary the curmudgeon, by the way. Yeah, he's, a, he's famous for us. I am so excited to share this because it has driven me nuts for years. Uh, I'm Zoe, and Zoe in the tadpole. And um, so yesterday was the 4th of July. And, of course, we see lots of American flags on the 4th of July. But for those of us who grew up either in the military or you've been in the Boy Scouts or the Girl Scouts, you grow up learning that the flag, you know, you used to do colors. You would come in and march in. There'd be the flag, maybe the state flag, and whatever other flag. But it was always one American flag. Like even in the stadiums, when it's time to play baseball, everybody stands up and you find the one flag everybody points themselves. Well, I live outside Washington, D.C., and a few years ago, the politicians started to get up and make their speeches and see how many American flags <laughs> they can crowd onto that stage when it should only be one. And I want to get up there and just start taking them all down because I think I think what they're trying to do is say, well, I really am patriotic. Yeah. I may be taking, um, taking all your money for taxes, and I might be raising the gas prices, and I might be doing all these things, but look at all these flags, because that means, you know, I'm for USA, but it should really be only one flag. So write your congressman today. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I remember, I, I grew up in a military family, and every time we went to see a movie on base, before the movie started, they played the national anthem, and we all stood up, watched this film of the national anthem on, on screen, and then they started the movie. And it was, yes. It seems pretentious to me when you have more than, like a whole crowd full. It's like, oh, look at us. We're fake American. <laughs> like they have to prove it or something. Yes. 
Oh, good. Makes me happy. <laughs> hey, I'm Cleo from the Tadpool, and I just realized I'm exceptionally angry. Just being in this room. <laughs> I have a lot to bitch about. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah. You're in the right place, then. I am in the right place. I have found my people. I love it. I just want to tell you guys, I love being intertacular. I love being a part of this. I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom, so this is my chance to leave my children in the dust and come act like an irresponsible adult, and I love every minute of it. But for the love of God, stop moving the events to other parts of the facility where I am forced to walk up and down hill all day. Please. I was in the other hotel last year, and every damn thing was up here. And this year I'm up here, and every damn thing is happening at the other end of the place. So please plan your things in the same building as I'm staying. That's all I want to do, because fat girls don't belong on hills. That's all I'm going to put out there. Thank thank you for this forum, because now I feel entitled to be exceptionally angry at all times. All right. Uh, I'm Mike. I'm uh, Crosley in the Tadpole. I want to say I love jury. I think we all love jury. Like a lot, and like that's my point. <laughs> uh, and it, it's not just jury. Uh, my job is uh, quality assurance. Used to do tech support, and so I have to find everything that's wrong with whatever my team is doing. So that's kind of an op- uh, occupational hazard. So <laughs> we were in uh, another podcast, another panel. I won't say what it was, and I'm sitting there going, "That's one. That's two. That's three. Just counting how many likes." Said. And I know it was, it was a thing, and I, that's why I said I love jury. But am I alone? Does that drive somebody else crazy? Try not to say the F word. Oh, is that? <laughs> okay. Well, then I'll just go, well, that's not the F word. That's not the F word. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm uh, Euclid in the Tenpool, and uh, I could probably talk for hours about. Uh, Business email etiquette. We'll cut, but, you, we'll uh, cut you off. All this talk about uh, tech support reminds me, I think the world would be a much better place if these two words were never included in an email. Please advise. <laughs> Thank you. Or if you're getting them from India, please do the needful. <laughs> yes. Okay, before this, I'm going to tell probably a story that doesn't make me look very nice at all. We got an HP computer once, and it was a lemon from the minute we got it. And I would spend two or three hours on the phone with the the scripted tech support. And it, it got to the point where I was really frustrated. And I was like, okay, just give me to somebody else. I kind of know what I'm doing Get me beyond this stuff because I know the problem's bigger than this. I've already done all this. Well, my wife spent eight hours on the phone with him once trying to work through it because she's not an idiot when it comes to computers either. In fact, she used to work at Gateway back when it was a thing. (laughs) (laughs) So finally, I'm on the phone one day. I've been on for three or four hours, and I hate that I have to admit this. I feel like I'm an AA now. I, I yelled into the phone. I don't speak 7-Eleven, and I hung up. <laughs> See, I'm not, I'm not a good guy. I, but, and I feel bad for it now, but then it was the only thing I had left in my head to say because I was just so frustrated. We ended up, she found a 
a phone number buried deep in the HP website to some muckety-muck, got a hold of him. We had a brand-new computer in two days. But, again, she's the one who saved... She's the, one who saved our, she's the one who saved our bacon with Sears. She's the one who has the up-close relationship with the Sears vice president now. Yeah, Sears will treat you right if you get to the top level. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kat. I'm not in the tadpool, but I did used to work for HP in Boise, Idaho. That's where we live. No, that's no, 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 no. That's what I'm getting at. I have a beer there from Jury. No, no, that's what I'm getting at is that I live in the same town where they make the HP printers. We we test them. But when you call, if you have a problem, even though you live in the same town, you're still getting another country. Somebody mentioned emails, and I went, oh, there's another thing I'm angry about. Okay, so sometimes, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, whether it's Microsoft Word or any of the word editing programs you might use, some of them have been kind enough to edit it for people like myself who swear frequently. And I had written an email. I know, shocking. I had sent an email to, I used to work for Honeywell for a while. I was a project manager. And I had sent an email to all of the CEOs and the vice presidents. Um, We were trying to organize a project where we all had to have matching shirts at a conference. And I had typed up the email and I spell checked it. Boom, looks good, sent it out. Asked 47 CEOs what shit size they had. (laughs) Not... This is why I'm a stay-at-home parent now, yeah. So thank you to my IT group for understanding that there are people like me who use those words in emails to our friends frequently. But please don't do that to our work situations because it was not pretty. Hey, guys, I'm Brian. I'm uh, fuzzy in the tadpole. Um, Mine is a little more heavy-hearted, but I'll try to keep it somewhat light if possible. Um, Currently, I'm the caretaker for my 89-year-old grandfather. He's a World War II vet, uh, served his time over in Rhineland, Germany, uh, during the war and everything. Uh, my mother, his primary caretaker, passed away f- earlier this year, so I'm taking over all that stuff. Because he worked for 40 years, busted his hump, got a good pension, he's on Medicare. Because he's on Medicare, he can't go into a nursing home unless he's admitted to a hospital for three days, and then after that goes to short-term rehab, and then after that we pay private care, which is $10,000 a month just to get him what he needs. Because he worked, he did what he had to for his country. If he's on Medicaid, lower income, he gets right in, no problem. So now he's on a waiting list to get into the veterans' hospital. And there's you know, a year-long list, two-year-long list. You, you, and the veterans has their own set of issues. Right? Exactly. Yeah, it's huge. So now he's at home. My dad's taking care of him while I'm here getting a little bit of a respite, if you will. And uh, you know, I'm going to go home and take care of him all over again. Don't know when he's going to get the help he needs. If I want to do private visiting nurse care, $53 an hour just to get them to go in the house and help out with the medical stuff that I'm already doing every day for free. You know, So my gripe is better health care for us would be, you know, and especially, yeah, absolutely. We take better care of our animals. I'm, I'm a huge animal lover. Our, my dog has better health care than my grandfather. That's a serious problem. So that's my gripe. We could go on forever about that. Shall we? Oh, there's another one. One more. Your healthcare one got to me. (laughs) Um, I'm Robin. (laughs) I'm Robin. I'm not in the tadpole. 
But my gripe is everybody blaming Obamacare for everything. I realize it's responsible for a lot, but some of the issues they're blaming on Obamacare, I've been having for 15, 17 years. Yeah, a few years ago, our health insurance decided that the state of Utah no longer had pain specialists that were in the network. I have to go outside the state to find one in the network. So I haven't seen a pain specialist in about 10 years. So it's happening a long time ago. It's not all just about what's going on now. It's been coming for a long time. And I get tired of us targeting long-term problems on one thing. It's like the whole system sucks. Don't blame it in one spot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. dealing When you mix certain terms like healthcare, business, and entertainment industry, you're mixing things that shouldn't be mixed because really – Entertainment industry is all about create. Entertainment's all about creativity and being free and expressing yourself and all that kind of stuff. And then you put dollar signs at the end of it, and all of a sudden it's a whole different thing. You have all these cooks in the kitchen, all these other voices limiting what you're going to say and how you're going to say it. So it's really hard to have good creativity come out of a business because it's got to be business. Then you get healthcare, which we're supposed to be doing where we're taking care of each other and we're supposed to be really taking care of people, but yet you've got people trying to make money off of it and a whole lot of money. And you're, you're mixing these two things that some that, that need to go together, kind of have to go together, but because the money side is such a huge influence, it really does affect the other sides of it. So creativity is stifled, healthcare is stifled, our way of life is stifled because of that kind of stuff. So let's do something fun. You want to give away stuff? Oh, yeah, let's do that. What do we have? Well, you go first. Okay. I don't know how you're going to do I it. I have no clue either. It's up to it's, it's Hey, it's up to you. Um, I'll steal this other microphone again. Your preparation goes into the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here's the funny thing about the show is it's both of our secondary shows, and we also have families and kids. So we record this every two weeks, and it really is a sit down at lunch, record it, put it up on the Internet. That's it. Show notes are kind of a, a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it takes us two weeks to try to make it as simple as possible. <laughs> okay, what are we giving away? Well, do yours first. Oh. Um, okay, well, you've seen this phaser, and probably not everybody's a Star Trek fan, so probably not anybody, or not everybody's going to care about this. But I have here, I've been thinking forever of how to give this away, and there's, when it comes to giving stuff away, there's no easy method or fair method or I thought about doing a contest or I still don't know I thought about just having Scott give this away but then somebody might get it that doesn't really care so in my in my making of this phaser which is not done yet obviously I I started out cutting two halves of wood and gluing them together and this is about step two of making this other one. And the I have a scroll saw, and the blade was slightly out of adjustment. So every angle on this thing is slightly off, and I didn't want to use it. <laughs> and there's this little attachment thing, which would have been this, but it's too narrow, this little piece here. So if there are any big fans, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Have them, have them fight? Do we have 
what happens? What happens in Grumpy Cat stays in Grumpy Cat. Go. Do we have Lerpas? <laughs> Yeah, Trivia contest. Ask a question. What should I? What should I ask? I have no idea. Star Trek related. Cross the streams. T O S. That's what I know best. What'd she say? Next one, commit to listenership. <laughs> I promise to listen. Contract. Okay. Uh, a trivia question. <laughs> um. Hmm. It's hard to think of a trivia question. I have all this knowledge in me, but it only comes out if I'm asked stuff. Uh, yeah, we need ice worm. Text him or something. Was that the trivia question? Yeah. Shoot. Make up something. Uh, who should it be about? Guess a number. Worf. Worf. Worf, Worf, Worf. What do I know? Uh... I could. S- yeah. Oh, this is a, it's Buckeye Fitzy. He's he's a Trek guy. Yeah, I'll stand in. I have problems <laughs> thinking up trivia questions. So ask him what type of frosting was on the cellular peptide cake. <laughs> I think a lot of people will know that. Raise your hand if you know that. What kind of frosting was on the cellular peptide cake? And that is a Worf question. It is a Worf question. Yeah. Somebody there, you can't win. <laughs> And I know you know, too. I think we have a winner. Yes. I think I would have given it to you even if you were wrong. (laughs) My question is going to be kind of easy for what I've got. Who here knows what the Adventures of Super 7 is? Ooh, that didn't work out well. Okay, who here wants to know what the Adventures of Super 7 are? All right. Uh, the Adventures of Super 7 is a web series that's done by a guy named uh, Scott Rhodes and uh, I've interviewed a lot of the people who've worked on it on my show and one of them I interviewed was an Oscar winner his name is Doug Drexler if anyone can tell me the movie he won his Oscar for you win (laughs) it had Madonna in it and it had what's his name Ned Beatty. There you go. Good job. All right. Cool. Where are we at now? Are we at the end? I don't want to be at the end. This is too much fun. Yeah, go ahead. Anybody else got any gripes while we're here? My parents. Can I complain about that? Hello? I, I, I complain about my parents all the time. <laughs> I have an idea for twist. Oh, what? Uh, well, uh, I, I'm not sure how, how big are the, the bayonet connectors on, on your... Well, oh, look at him use... I don't know, they're... Eh? Okay. Go to the automotive store and look for, like, taillights and things like that. Because those... those oh, that's... Yeah. Or a hobby store. Oh, I know about those. Yeah, I know what those are yeah. like. So, Okay. Before we wrap up, I just want to say that tracking him down to get him as an interview for my show has done me a lot of good just because, one, I'm doing this, but two, I made a friend and I'm doing something new, but his show's really good. I don't know who here listens to This Week in Trek. Yeah. If you don't, give it a shot because it's actually 
it's actually more than just Trek. It's guys talking about other stuff, and it's funny, and the sound clips are always entertaining. And so, actually, tomorrow it will be three years old. Really? Yes. Good for you. So if you're not, give it a shot because it's, it's, it is worth your time. Yeah, me and Starman, Star Mike, whoever he is, Star Mike. have a lot of fun with that. <laughs> Starman's the movie. Well, he, he did go by Starman for a while and then oh, he changed okay. it. Great movie. <laughs> so I appreciate that. So thank you. Yeah, well, you're, I mean, I would listen to your show and it just really blew me away. I thought his show should be on the radio. It should be on NPR. It's a, it's a really quality show like, like um, oh, what's that show, Radio Lab? I don't know. Radio Lab's a great NPR oh, show. Okay. It's, it's like if you want to know about creativity and what goes on behind the scenes and being creative, it's just great. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up. I'd like to thank everyone for coming out to this live episode. I'm going to play the outro music if I can find it. And, and here we go. Oh, go ahead and tell them where they can find you. We'll see you next time. That's all I'm saying. You're not going to tell them where Do they I, can find you? Oh, they can find me at the Trek Nerd see, on I, Twitter. I, you see how I didn't skip you like you tried to skip me? <laughs> yeah. You were going to do exactly what I do. We're switched roles this time. <laughs> Good job. Well, yeah, that's where I am, at the Trek Nerd on Twitter and on the morning stream. Every morning I do Stump a Trek Nerd. On and let's show. hear it for him for 1930 again and for the Stump of Trek Nerd and the uh, Star Trek Connections. Yeah. And I'm Jay Hammond C on Twitter, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. And this week in Trek, too. I'm not on this week in Trek. No, but I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>